Though technological innovations repeatedly disrupt incumbent business models, centralization still tends to reemerge. Coming up on the Decrypt Daily. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. Kind of change it up with the intro today. You're probably wondering what the hell that's from. Well, I'll let you know here soon, right after these crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10.33 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. By the way, Daylight Savings Time goes until November 6th. So we're almost at the end of this. We have Bitcoin sitting at $19,497, up 1.3% in 24. Ethereum is at the number two spot at $1,380, up 4% in 24. Tether's number three, USDC is not number four. <laughs> I messed up. Binance is number four at 277 up 2.2% in 24. And USDC is number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. All right, everything is normal at the back end. The total market cap is up 1.75% at $941.1 billion. We have a BTC dominance of 39.7 and an F dominance of 17.9. Moving into today's headlines. The CEO of venture capital firm Hashed, an early investor in Terra, failed to turn up as a witness before a hearing of the Korean National Assembly's Political Affairs Committee. Seo Joon was one of six witnesses summoned to better investigate the circumstances that led to Terra's $40 billion collapse back in May. In a statement, he said that after the Terra Luna incident, he was under extreme stress and his health deteriorated and he needed to stabilize. The letter also claims that Seo Joon is suffering from anxiety and panic disorder. He enclosed a medical certificate and is in absolute need of emotional stability at this time. Lee Jung-hoon also submitted a statement of reason for his non-attendance after failing to appear at the National Assembly meeting held on June 6th. The former Bitthumb chief said he had a panic disorder and is no longer involved in the management of Bitthumb. And that leads me to ask the question, is there something systemic in the crypto industry right now? Look, yesterday we heard a bunch of CEOs and presidents stepping down, claiming mental health or physical health, and they wanted to get back to a healthy environment. Is this an actual systemic problem that is plaguing crypto executives right now? The high stress of whatever's happening in the back end that we really don't know about or we're not privy to? This kind of reminds me of the Dave Chappelle statement on Martin Lawrence. If you guys remember, years ago, Martin Lawrence, the comedian, he suffered a, like a, I don't know, a breakdown and was like in the middle of the street, you know, just going crazy. And then everybody started calling him crazy, just like I did. <laughs> he went crazy. And Dave Chappelle went on a show to say, hey, don't call him crazy. That's dismissive. This is a systemic 
plague or a systemic issue within Hollywood that is turning a lot of people like this. Not just Martin Lawrence, but many, many people are having these breakdowns. What's happening? What's the sickness within the industry that is allowing these people to have breakdowns like Martin Lawrence had? So don't say he's crazy and dismiss it like it's a one-off. Look at the whole sickness of the industry. And Dave Chappelle obviously was talking about Hollywood. Do we have a sickness in the industry, in the crypto industry, that is forcing and causing CEOs and presidents and executives to just break down, quit because of mental health and stress? I'm really curious about the behind-the-scenes story of all this. If anybody has any questions or comments, let me know. Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. ARK Invest is buying more Coinbase shares. They just bought a total of 10,880 shares of Coinbase stock. And that's worth around $722,000. This brings ARK's holdings of Coinbase shares up to $61.2 million, or more than 8% of the fund's total weight, making Coin the third largest asset in its portfolio behind Shopify and Block. Coinbase's stock was trading at 66.39 at the close of the bell on Monday, down around 9% over the past five days. Now, this purchase is interesting considering that they just dumped around $75 million worth of Coinbase stock back in July. And the CEO, Kathy Wood, later confirmed that the decision was made after the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, or the SEC, claimed that nine tokens traded on Coinbase were unregistered securities. Still have no update on that, by the way. ARK Invest previously partnered with 21 shares on an application to launch a spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. The SEC rejected that application, but they're still waiting to hear on another application for a Bitcoin ETF. The SEC was supposed to have feedback on their new July filing for their ARC 21 shares Bitcoin ETF by August 30th, but they have not answered or commented. They're still seeking market feedback. My bet is that ARC Invest is still going to have the first Bitcoin ETF. Anybody want to take me up on that bet? Again, email Matthew Aaron to Crypto.co. Speaking of the SEC, Gary Ginsler, the chair of the SEC, took yet another shot at the crypto industry at his speech on Monday, critiquing what he perceives as the disproportionate power wielded in the sector by centralized cryptocurrency exchanges. Ginsler said, We have seen centralization in the crypto market, which was founded on the idea of decentralization. This field actually has significant concentration among intermediaries in the middle of the market. He said, and this is paraphrased, sitting at the neck of the hourglass, as they process trillions of dollars worth of transactions, they can disproportionately capture profits given their advantageous position. Ginzer said of these self-enriching financial middlemen, there is a tendency for central intermediaries to benefit from scale, network effects, and access to valuable data. And this goes back to the quote at the beginning of the show, though technological innovations repeatedly disrupt incumbent business models, centralization still tends to reemerge. The U.S. Department of Justice, they accused two Chinese intelligence officers of obstruction of justice for allegedly attempting to bribe a U.S. government employee with $61,000 in Bitcoin to steal documents related to an investigation into Chinese tech giant Huawei. The U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, he said this, The Justice Department will not tolerate attempts by any foreign power to undermine the rule of law which our democracy is based. The documents that the two officers were allegedly after are related to an ongoing federal investigation of a global telecommunications company known as Company One in the filing. And this company is based in the People's Republic of China, and Company One is also Huawei. Coinbase will custody around $1.6 billion worth of MakerDAO's USDC, 
with its institutional grade services, allowing the DAO to earn up to 1.5% rewards on the funds. The proposal was ratified by MakerDAO's 75% of votes in favor. Maker will not pay a custody fee, according to the proposal, and the community will need to vote whether to keep the funds on Coinbase after the trial period at the end of the year. As you guys remember, earlier this month, MakerDAO announced that it will invest $500 million in short-term U.S. Treasury and corporate bonds. That makes today's Coinbase news another move towards centralized entities and assets, which seemingly runs counter to the remarks of MakerDAO's co-founder, Rune Christensen, that DAI should divest from USDC. Hence, kind of makes sense what Gary Gensler just said about the crypto space becoming more and more centralized. This is an interesting and yet confusing article. And if you're a lawyer, please email me, MatthewAaronCrypt.co, and tell me how this works. So Apple continues to clarify its controversial stance on NFTs. NFTs are allowed to exist within apps on the App Store, but they can't unlock additional features or content. Apps may use in-app purchases to sell and sell services related to non-fungible tokens, such as minting, listing, and transferring. Apps may also allow users to view their own NFTs, provided that NFT ownership does not unlock features or functionality within the app. The Apple Store wants its users to make in-app purchases using the Apple Store. Apple also said that they're going to take a hefty 30% cut of all NFTs sold in apps offered through its platform. Now, this is interesting because of the Epic Games Apple lawsuit. Now, Tim Sweeney, the CEO of Epic Games, who absolutely does not like Apple, said, in quote, Apple must be stopped. But the problem is we have this antitrust verdict that kind of ruled in the Epic Games' favor. The court ruled that Apple must allow developers to steer app users to external payment platforms, but concluded that the company did not meet the legal tests to be considered a monopoly, and thus did not have to permit competing app stores for iOS apps. So the way that I read this is that Apple must allow developers to be able to steer the customers that are using the apps, even though in and originated in the App Store, to outside payment services. But this is now saying that NFTs can't be used to unlock other features, which is kind of an outside payment service or an addition or a layer on top of the app or a payment service. This seems to be in violation to the Apple Epic verdict. And I'm wondering if there's going to be a test to this in the court of law. Or are they going to have to file a new suit? Is this the same thing? I'm not too sure. Any lawyers in the house, let me know. And finally, we have a smartphone with a Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 CPU, a 6.67-inch AMOLED display, three lens camera array, and a 4,600 mAh battery. This sounds a lot like Solana's phone, the Saga, but no, you would be mistaken because this phone costs way more than the $1,000 Saga. It costs $3,600, and it's made by Virtu. This is called the Meta Virtu. It's a Web3 phone that runs its own blockchain node and turns photos and videos into NFTs with a single click. Well, if you guys are dying to get a $3,600 phone, well, you can. And it comes with carbon fiber, 12 gigs of RAM, and 512 gigs of storage. But my listeners would never get something so so cheap, would you? No, 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 not the listeners of the Decrypt Daily. You're going to get the top-of-the-line model with 18 gigs of RAM, one terabyte of storage, and wrapped in Himalaya alligator leather, as well as 18 karat gold and diamonds. Uh, I, uh, just really quick, I just want everybody to realize that alligators don't live in the Himalayas. So I have no clue what Himalaya alligator leather is, but it seems pretty special because you need a pretty special alligator to get up a damn mountain. 
So maybe that's why it's worth $41,000 for this phone. Well, I'm already selling Bitcoin to make sure that I can go buy this phone because <laughs> hey, who, who needs Bitcoin when you could have alligator leather phones? The Meta Virtu will go on sale November 3rd through the Virtu website as well as its brick and mortar stores, including the new London location on Bond Street, opening later this year. If you're listening to this show in London, make sure that you guys go over to the store and send me a selfie showing me how awesome that phone and store is. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, as always. I have not missed a day yet if it wasn't a holiday. I think the only holiday I missed or took off was last Thanksgiving. I didn't take off Christmas. Ooh, I took off New Year's too. So we're on a roll. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.